We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hi everyone, I'm Sophie, he's Mike. Welcome to our little corner of the podcasting universe. Hopefully you like the sound of our voices and you want to stick around for the show. Not that it stays in one place for long. I mean, after all, we are on the road with Mickey. So hop in the car and buckle up your skate belts because we've got an awesome adventure this week. Now a brief rundown before we get moving. First up, our roundtable talk where we'll discuss the main topic for this week, followed by some Disney trivia ranging from Disney history to a random Disney character of the day. Well, that's just about it. Everybody ready? Let's get this show on the road. Hey, everyone. I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. Hi. And we're on the road with Mickey. This is episode number 24 for June 15th, 2020. Can you believe it, Sophie? We have been recording 24 times now. No, I cannot. That is, what is that? That's six months. Yeah. six months. Yeah, because 24 divided by 4 is 6. Yep. But anyway, I digress. This Mm -hmm. is um, episode 24, like I said, and our feature topic this week is what keeps bringing you back to Disney. I think we're going to have a lot of fun with this show, and um, I want to hear from you guys, too, about what brings you back to Disney time and time again. But first, we've got some really huge cheddar this week from Cheddar from the Big Cheese. So let's get right into it, shall we, Soph? Yes, let's do it. Okay. Well, I'll start us off. And um, and I wanted to say this, this, this part of the cheddar hit before the biggest news, which we're saving to the end. But, um, but this part, um, the Disney Parks blog released more information on how they're going to keep things safe at the resorts. Um, And they were talking about it from a cleanliness and a social social distancing standpoint. So, you know, there's a blog post um, over at DisneyParks.Disney.Go.Com. And it is an update on the Disney Resort Hotels. And it's from Katie Kelly. And she is the Vice President of Worldwide Safety Services. So uh, it talks about what they're going to be doing, how they're going to be taking care of the rooms and making sure everyone's safe at the resorts. So Mm -hmm. it's a it's worth looking at, especially if you have a trip coming up in the near future. Yep. And the next part that we have, it's sports related, but then again, it's also very much Disney related, and that is that the Major League Soccer is going to resume its 25th season at ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex at Disney World. The tournament is called MLS is Black. Is back. Back. Sorry, That's I wasn't okay. sure because my cursor was there. And it will run from July 8th through August 11th. Word is that they'll be staying at the Disney Swan and Dolphin. Yep. And and that makes sense because um, earlier this week that um, the 
Swan and Dolphin announced that they were going to be closed longer than originally thought. So it seems to make sense that they're closed longer because they're going to be housing the players and their families at the um, for the tournament. Um, but the big, big news is this next one. And Sophie, why don't you take it away? I think I would love to take it away. Okay, go for it. Disneyland has submitted reopening plans for Disneyland the Park, Disneyland's California Adventure Park, Downtown Disney, and their hotels. Basically, everything that's part of the Disney Park in California is submitting plans to be reopened, which is huge because I don't think California is quite through with their lockdown yet, are they? They're in they're in different phase, and I don't know which phase they're in, but mm. they're in a different phase. So they are they're getting to the point where they can reopen. So it is huge. So when is Downtown Disney going to open up? Downtown Disney is looking to reopen on July 9th. The parks okay. are looking to reopen on July 17th, which is the 65th anniversary of Disneyland. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, just saying. And Paradise Pier and the Grand Californian Hotels are set to reopen on July 23. No word yet on when the Disneyland Hotel will reopen. No, that's the only part that isn't reopening yet. And um, they don't say when it's going to reopen, and I'm not quite sure why. But um, it's interesting because that's the original hotel at Disneyland was the Disneyland Hotel. So anyway... Other than that, the only other bit of cheddar I have is just a reminder. If you are interested in taking a look at our um, T-shirts that we have for sale and other gear um, in the On the Road with Mickey store, you can do so. We have um, we are wearing our shirts today. So if you want to show your shirt and I'll show mine and you see the logo that that it has. Um, Sophie designed that logo. (laughs) There we go. And um, for me, let me pull mine down a little bit, and you can see my logo right there. And on the back of my shirt, it says, I'm Mike. And Sophie has a shirt that says, I'm Sophie. And it has the logo um, in full size on the back of on the back of the um, the T-shirt. Yeah. But but you can customize those however you want. So um, mm-hmm. so it's really kind of cool. But um, but anyway, just go check it out. We have a page on our website, ontheroadwithmickey.com. That's the On the Road with Mickey store. So only if you're interested. Um, and yeah. I hope you are. But anyway, um, that is all the cheddar from the Big Cheese that we have for this week. And now we're going to get right into our feature topic. And the question is simple. What keeps bringing you back to Disney? And, you know, um, the reason I I thought of this topic was because a lot of times people will say to me in the office or whatever, why do you keep going back to Disney so much? You know, it's all it, it doesn't change or anything like that. And, you know, you're you're 52 years old. You're a little old to be going to a kid's park and all that. So kids park. Yeah. So why do you, why do you keep going back? You know, and, you know, and, and there's a lot of reasons why we keep going back. Isn't there Sophie? 
Oh, yeah. And for the record, it is not a kid's park. It is a family park. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Didn't mean to get anyone's uh, ire up there. But anyway, so um, so I just thought we would talk a little bit about why we do keep coming back to Disney. And you notice um, Sophie's background says the Walt Disney Company. And is that mm-hmm. the um, animation studio entrance? That is the animation studio entrance. It's over in Anaheim, California. And this is actually a picture that I took when I was there visiting. Yeah. And um, my background is a picture of Donald Duck. And by the way, happy belated birthday, Donald. He turned 86 last week. Mm-hmm. And um, and the little person over my um, my shoulder dancing with Donald just happens to be Sophie at a younger age. And so that's me. So she was having fun interacting with Donald. And that's part of why I keep going back to Disney. But anyway, so that's my background for this week. Donald and Sophie dancing. Yep. Anyway, Sophie, do you have a specific um, item you want to mention about what keeps bringing you back to Disney? Well, I was looking over your list, Daddy, and it turns out that you and I, we actually have a lot of items that are on both of our lists. So I'm trying to avoid. Yeah, I'm trying to avoid the ones that are also on your list. And for me, I have to say that it might fall under theming, but mine is the complete and utter submersion. That you get when you go to Disney World. You don't get the same thing when you go to Disneyland. But when you're at Disney World. It's. The where the place where it's physically located. It's almost cut off from the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. In a way. By all the trees that surround it. Mm-hmm. And so when you're there. You don't think about what's going on outside. You only think of where you're at and it's pure happiness for me so it's complete and utter submersion into this happy place and it will always be my happy place yeah you know i i know what you mean there sophie the first time i went to disney and i've told you the story before but and i've told the listeners probably too but i'll reiterate it you know um it was 1979 and I was 11 years old, and your Nana and Poppy took us. Mm-hmm. And back then, it was just the Magic Kingdom. So when you get off of I-4 onto the main road that takes you up to where you park to get to Disney or to get to the Magic Kingdom, um, you're on World Drive, and it seemed like you drove forever. Um Without, you know, just nothing around it. It's different now because you have all the hotels and the parks and stuff. But back then, it was like you were driving away from Florida into this whole nother world, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and then as you get to the parking, you see the monorail and you see the transportation. And you see the, the shuttles and everything like that. And, and then you get on the monorail. And you're going around and you start to see a castle in the distance. And it's really like like you really are leaving Florida and you're entering this new world. 
And it was, and that's exactly what it was meant to be. So, yeah, I know exactly what you mean when you say this total submersion into this whole different world. Yeah. You know, for us, um, for this coming trip, we'll be flying in um, to Orlando and we will be on Magical Express. And we, once we hit our, get on the bus for Magical Express, we'll be in Disney World, you know, as far as the, the theming and everything and the music and the videos and stuff like that. And then um, we won't leave Disney World until that bus takes us back to the airport a week mm-hmm. later. So, yep. And oh my goodness, it's less than a month away. It is. It is because our trip is July wow. 12th through the 18th. So, so yeah, it definitely is coming up quickly. But yeah that submersion into um, into different environment. It's like you're, it's like you just leave Florida completely mm-hmm. and are in this entirely different world. So I, that's probably why they called it Disney world. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I think you're absolutely right. So, um, yep. so, but anyway, um, part of my list on what keeps bringing me back to Disney is the memories, you know. Um, mm-hmm. That's the first thing on my list because it truly is. It's about the memories that we've made over the years, you know. Obviously, right. obviously we've been, we go more often than most families probably do. And that's, um, and that's just... The very way we vacation for us. It's, it's, we're very fortunate in that regard. Yeah. But um but part of the reason we keep coming back is because there's always a new memory that we that we generate from that trip. You mm-hmm. know, whether it be the Christmas party or the Halloween party last year or yep. you know, being there on your thirteenth birthday mm-hmm. or being there when Steph and Shane proposed and and when she said she would marry him you know back in 2012 or the time we went there with aunt nancy and uncle otis and grandma sherry and anna jane you know and just on and on and on you know so many different memories from different different trips yeah and so those memories to me are really really important and that's why I like going back to Disney. I agree. So. I agree. So. So. And then I guess there's, for me, it's a family resort. I've already said this before, and it kind of got you like, ooh, <laughs> uh, s- someone made her mad. Well, <laughs> for me, it is a family resort, and it always will be, because that's what Walt intended for it to be. And it's meant to be a family res- a family place, and therefore it's a family getaway. And you know how Mommy and I are. We sometimes butt heads. Uh-huh. But we never do that at Disney. Yeah, exactly. And if we ever did, it would be because I was a toddler and I was throwing a tantrum and I... <laughs> was so tired and beat out that something needed to be done. Yeah. But, you know, I understand that. And, um, 
and you're right. Um, from our family perspective, when we're at Disney, we're at Disney. And, and that's part of the appeal to Disney is it gives families, you know, billions, millions of people, however many have been to the parks um, or been to Walt Disney World, it gives them a moment to where they can um, step away from the world for a little bit. They can find that kid that belongs in and that still lives in all of us, you know, yep. and they can they can live that moment without worrying about someone saying, oh, my gosh, you're so old. You shouldn't be you shouldn't be dancing with Donald Duck or or hugging Mickey Mouse or whatever. And and you know what? You're a kid. Everyone's a kid somewhere. And um, and at Disney World or at Disneyland or any of the Disney parks, mm -hmm. that's what they've got. They've got free license to act as a kid. Yep. And to so. the people who say you're too old, I ask them, who hurt you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's part of it. Um, you know, for me, um, one of the most powerful senses that I have is my sense of smell. Um, from a standpoint of good smells take me back to a place, you know. If mm -hmm. I smell a really good popcorn pop, then I immediately think of Town Square in the Magic Kingdom um, waiting for a parade and getting popcorn. If I smell... Um, a really good warm um, waffle cone or ice cream cone, then mm -hmm. I start thinking about the plaza, the plaza ice cream parlor. Um, and on and on and on. If I smell, if I smell um, maybe some salty air or something, I might think of the Jungle Cruise or I might think of, um, I might think of the um, the ship over at Disneyland that we rode, um, yeah. not the not the ferry boat, but the other one, um, and um, you know just all these different smells. So so Disney somehow has cornered the market for me anyway on putting a smell and associating it with a memory, and. Um, and that ties yep. it ties the two together, but that's one of the reasons I keep going back to Disney. Well, actually, there's something special about special about Disney, and I was going to tell you about it when we got to the, this part of your list with the smells, and that actually Disney has a way of because, like I said, complete and utter, utter submersion. Mm -hmm. It has a way of playing with your senses to make you happy and that's this thing called smell-o-vision like you may not notice it but when you cross over into Adventureland from Main Street there's gonna be a slightly different smell to the place mm -hmm. and that's because Adventureland is gonna smell like rain and plants because it's covered in a rainforest theme while it's Main Street USA is gonna smell like a town yeah it's gonna smell like pavement concrete mm -hmm. and maybe a little bit of the trolley exhaust maybe maybe but yeah exactly and that's and that's very true you know the smells 
play a different role in each in each of the lands or in each of the parks. So you're yeah. right. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's next on your list, Sophie? Well, as you all know, I am a writer. So these things, they, these next two items on my list, they fall hand in hand with each other. And that's the fact that for some reason, I just cannot get over the amazing architecture of how Disney World is built. Like, all I need to do if I want to write a certain story is I need to think about one of the lands in the Magic Kingdom, in Epcot, one of the pavilions, Animal Kingdom, any of that. All I need to do is think about that as if I'm walking down the road in one of those lands and I have myself a theme for my book, a setting. And it's great because they are so, as I put it, they are so fantastical. That's right. That's right. They are fantastic or fantastical, as mm-hmm. the case may be. And um, and you're right. And so those those places and those sites, they just work together to give you inspiration, right? They do. And the, I love it because I love to write and I love to create worlds there you with go. my books. So there you go. It's like, well, this is my happy place, and this is what I want to write about. Yeah, yeah. So, on my list, um, I have a couple that also tend to play together, for me anyway. Um, and one is the attractions. You know, part of, part of why I like to go to Disney is the attractions. Um, but also... Mm-hmm. The history behind some of the attractions You know um, Like um, Pirates of the Caribbean when, when we're riding that And I think about How that was The last ride that Walt worked on Over at Disneyland was Pirates mm-hmm. You know um, Or I think about um, You know Big Thunder Mountain Railroad And um, And some of the history that they that they tell in a backstory, you know, about how how it was for a mine and so forth that they were that they were trying to to excavate and all that. And it's just a lot of fun. The the attraction yeah. itself um, sometimes isn't as much fun as the story behind the attraction. So so all that, you know, and then the history of knowing that. Um, you know, we talked about in the cheddar how how Disneyland is going to reopen on the 65th anniversary, and so that's that's a lot of history there, and that history also plays over some into um, Walt Disney World as well because we're coming up yeah. on 50 years here. Uh-huh. So, so it's just a lot of history and a lot of great attractions, and just those are just. Two of the reasons why I like going back to Disney. So, me too. So, 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 what next do you have? Well, falling in with fantastical places, it's inspirational sites. Mm-hmm. And sure, I see a lot of, I see tons of things at Disney, including the places that I'm at, but nothing. Nothing, nothing 
compares to when you see a character riding one of the rides or just one of the Dapper Dans, like walking down the street or mm-hmm. even the cast members, they make the place come alive. Nobody really talks about it, but they do. And that's why I like Disney World more than I like Disneyland, because the cast members, they're into it. Yeah. Like, they like what they're doing there. And it's fun to see them have fun while they work. Even if they still have to work, they still have fun with it. And it's amazing. So just the fact that there are people that are having so... That are being so happy... Even though they're at their jobs, it's mm-hmm. inspirational to me. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I hear what you're saying about that. You know, I'm sure, um, and, and that's just our opinion that both of us feel like the cast members at Disney World seem to like being cast members more than the cast members at Disneyland. And I'm certain that there are cast members at Disneyland that love what they do there as well. And so I don't mean to to group everyone that way, but it does yeah. just feel like to us like the cast members at Disney World just seem to have more fun um in what they do. Yeah. I don't know if that's if that's true or not, but that's just our the way it comes off to us. So, um mm-hmm. yeah. Um Part of what I like about Disney also is the wholesome values. Um, when you're at the park, you you know that you're in a safe area where um, there's not going to be any issues with anything. And that it was designed for you and your family to be able to just enjoy being together at the parks, you know? Um, and that is just, that's, that's part of what I'm looking for, especially in today's world with so much chaos going on. I just, the wholesome values of Disney to me make, make it worth being there. Yeah. I agree with that. So. So. What else do you got for us, Sophie? Hmm. Well, doubling off of your wholesome values things, I'm going to go with consistency. Because although Disney World may not be open right now, it's opening back up again. And when it does... People are going to flock to it as much as they can, even with all these restrictions going on. I know we certainly are, and I think part of the reason why that is, is because there is consistency there. Like, it's always there for you, if if you know what I mean. Like, even if you can't physically be there, if you've been once, you know what I mean when All you have to do when you're having a bad day is think about Disney World and immediately it seems better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Um, it's kind of like a pillar to lean on almost and it's great. That's a good way of saying it, Sophie. It is a pillar, you know, and I think Walt would love that so many people um, 
count on Disney for that break, you know? So, mm-hmm. so that's a really good way of putting it. Um, you know, um, back on my side of the ledger a little bit, one of the things I really like about Walt Disney was his attention to um, patriotism, of what it meant to him to be an American, you know, and um, and how much he loved talking about history, you know, with, with you know, looking at Disneyland, you've got um, great moments with Mr. Lincoln and yeah. Abraham Lincoln was one of his heroes, mm-hmm. you know, and um, over here at the at Magic Kingdom, you got the Hall of Presidents. Presidents yeah. and over at Epcot you got the American Adventure and on and on and on but there's so much that um, to me is just really cool of how Disney gets involved in showing off their patriotism and their love of the country so so I think that's just neat and that's just one of the just one of the things you know it's great it's amazing yeah yeah and think of it is is going off of patriotism i'm gonna sidetrack a little bit from disney but i promise i'll come right back okay and i want to talk about how the fourth of july is next month and usually on the fourth of july the state fairgrounds because we live in raleigh that's the capital of north carolina and we are very close to the state fairgrounds usually they will pull out all of the carnival rides that we keep in storage and they'll have a fourth of july fair Mm -hmm. and going off of that i kind of want to compare disney to the fourth of july fair as well as the state fair that happens in october for us which mm-hmm. i sadly won't be here to see but that's okay and and, and hopefully it'll be running yeah but, hopefully um, but we'll but see time will tell time will tell but still even if it were running and disney wasn't i would still prefer disney to the state fair any time just because Disney is, it's permanently there, so the consistency is there, but also it's better. Like the State Fair, when I go to the State Fair, I hear a lot of people screaming as they ride the ride, screaming in joy, screaming in fear. I smell a lot of food. I see a lot of pretty lights when the when it gets dark and all the rides turn up bright, mm-hmm. and I feel a lot of happiness when I'm there but it's nothing compared to Disney and the thing that I don't hear at the state fair is I don't hear any music like even with the fireworks there's no music and with Disney it takes all this beautiful stuff that the state fair has and it pairs it to music which everybody loves music and if you don't that's a crying shame so it just makes it better. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. You know, um, part of part of what makes Disney World what it is is, of course, the um, the hotels. 
You know, they have so many different places you can stay. And each one has their own theming that's unique to that resort. Um, if you like sports and you're on a budget, you stay at All-Star Sports. Mm-hmm. If you like the Caribbean and you like beaches, you go stay over at Caribbean Beach. If or the you Polynesian. Like, or the Polynesian for um, for the Pacific kind of motif, you know. And, um, yeah. If you like... Um, if New Orleans, like New Orleans, or Bayou, then stay at one of the Port Orleans Riverside resorts. You know, even whether it's you, Riverside or French Quarter. Yeah, and even if you just like movies, like mm-hmm. that's your thing. I know us; we are a pair of movie nerds. Yes, we and are. we have been so upset since the coronavirus closed the theaters. Yeah, but if you like the movies, you can stay at the All Star Movies. Mm-hmm. Um, or and on and on animation. and on. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. art of animation. Yeah. So there's a lot of different places and they all have a different theme. And that theming is what extends your trip to Disney World outside of the park. You know, mm-hmm. you've got, um, for me, if at all possible, I try and make sure that I um, stay on site on property because I know that. I can park my car or take the Magical Express in. I don't have to worry about, you know, what I'm going to do with my car. It's going to sit there. Um, Mm -hmm. I can take a bus, a Disney bus, to whichever park we want to go to. I can um, enjoy that park. And then when we get back, um, it's not like we're leaving Disney to go stay at a resort or a hotel off-site. Oh, no. You know? We are still involved in Disney because it extends out to the to the to the resorts. So to me, that makes it um, almost worth staying, even if it costs a little bit more to do that to do so. Yeah. So it's definitely worth staying, in my opinion. Yeah. Definitely. And you know, all of those all of those um, thoughts that I've been talking about, they all add up to one big three-letter word and that three-letter word for me is fun yep and going back to the hotels because that's the thing on my list too Mm -hmm. i don't know why but if anyone were to ask me what my favorite thing about disney is aside from the rides and the Mm -hmm. shows and the characters yeah i'd say the hotels yeah because there's they are still part of Disney, like you said. But on top of that, they are what makes Disney a second home. Like, mm-hmm. you may not ever stay in the same room twice, but you still have a place to go and sleep when you're at Disney. And that's what makes Disney a home to me. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you're locally at in the same place as one of the Disney parks, the hotels are so pretty and still so immersive that I would almost want to stay at a hotel even if I lived five minutes from Disney. Yeah. Well, actually, if I lived five minutes from Disney, it would basically be like my own personal hotel, but oh well. Yeah, I know what you mean. But, um, and I think if, um, 
if I ever end up down at, in Florida living there with, with mommy, then, um, then I think that's a situation where even though we would go to the parks a lot, um, and there would be a lot of times when we just went over to the park and then came back home. Yeah. Um, there would probably also be times when we would book a room and stay at a, stay at a hotel mm-hmm. uh, there as part of our experience and get a longer trip out of it or something. You know, I think that would happen. So, Who knows? For I the might same not reason. even mind working at a hotel as I'm starting off. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. So, um, you know, one thing I haven't talked a whole lot about mm-hmm. um, on my list, and it's at the bottom of my list, but it's by no means the least of the reasons why. But, um, you know, the parks, that's part of why I go to Disney is for the parks. Oh, yeah. You know, you got the Magic Kingdom. You got Epcot. You got Hollywood Studios, you got Animal Kingdom, and you've got all these different um, experiences and areas in each of them, you mm-hmm. know. And quite honestly, staying there for a week and seeing everything is hard to do. It really so, is. So for me, um, there's just so much to explore in each of those parks that. That's part of why I love going to Disney is those parks are just you've got this level of park and then you got Disney and they're like this much higher. Um, yeah. So I don't know if that appeared on camera, but that's what I was trying to say. It did. It did. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, you know, that's just part of why going to Disney is where it's at for us. Oh, yeah. And we love it. We love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So anything else that you want to talk about on the feature topic? I've got one more that I want to talk about, but you might have have, some more. I have two more that I want to talk about. So I'm going to talk about the first of the two. And that is just downtown Disney. Yeah. Downtown Disney is great. And I have not gotten to experience as much of it as I want to. Hmm. So I'm definitely going to take that chance. And I just love it because I love shopping, even Mm -hmm. if I don't have the funds to do it a lot. Yeah. And remember what it's called? What? Remember what it's called now? Disney Springs. (laughs) Yeah. It's old names. It's hard to get them out, isn't it? (laughs) It is hard to get them out. It's very hard to get them out, but I love it all the same. Yeah, and it's really hard when just a little while ago we were talking about downtown Disney because that's what it's still called in California. So Mm -hmm. anyway, no big deal. But yeah, Yeah. I know what you mean. Um, Yeah. There's a lot to see and do in there and over at the boardwalk area. You know, there's a lot to see and do outside of the parks. Mm -hmm. And it's still part of Disney. It really is. Yeah. Anyway. What's the final thing that you want to talk about? Well, I want to talk about how I love sharing all of this experiences and knowledge and um, information that I have with my clients. You know, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, when we first started going to Disney, I was not a travel agent, but obviously I am now. 
And so going back to Disney gives me um, the ability to say, hey, you know, we were there just after Corona and this is what we had to go through. And but it was still this or it was still that or, you know, this was hard to do or this was okay. Yep. You know, and hey, we go there for Thanksgiving a lot and it's just like going for Christmas minus the crowds. Yeah. So. So anyway, so those sorts of experiences are great information to pass along to my clients because they don't necessarily know what the best time to do this or when is a good time to do that and and all that. Or should they keep this mm-hmm. trip or should they move it? So that just helps them out in their knowledge. So, so that's why that's the last thing on my list about why I like to go back to Disney. Yep. All right. What's last on your list? The last thing on my list is called the future. The future. As we know, Walt really loved history, but he also really liked the future as well. Mm -hmm. And the thing of it is, is that I really want to see where Disney will go, like in the years to come. So... That's what keeps me going back because I can't always figure out where Disney's headed from up here in North Carolina while Disney's all the way down in Florida. So that's what keeps me going back is I want to see how things will change. Sure, I might not like a few of the changes that will be made as they're being made, but I do want to see where Disney will go and how guests will react. Cough, cough, Spaceship Earth, cough, cough. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah i hear you mm-hmm. change so. has a love-hate relationship with all humans yeah yeah it does but you know what? what i'm willing you know we're willing to give disney the benefit of the doubt aren't we sophie yep they've been doing this long enough and they've seen they've showed us time and time again that things we did not think would work absolutely do work in the way that mm-hmm. they designed them to work. You know, none of us in, in in our family anyway thought Pandora would work at all in Animal Kingdom. Oh yeah. Because we works. were thinking of the science we were thinking of the science fiction side of it. Yeah. But they were thinking about it from the world perspective. And from the world perspective of Pandora, it works perfectly in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, it does. You know, and so mm-hmm. hats off. And Fantasyland ex- expansion, I thought it was going to be horrible. I didn't like it. I didn't even like the idea of them taking the Main Street Bakery and turning it into a Starbucks. And I still don't necessarily like that that it's a Starbucks, but well, I'm, I'm willing to move on because I know I can get my cinnamon roll back at Gaston's Tavern. <laughs> yep, along with chocolate drizzled cakes that are beautiful and delicious yeah so anyway so i'll give disney the benefit of the doubt on what Mm -hmm. the future will look like and and i think spaceship earth um even though it's being paused on its renovation right now um i think that um when they do renovate it it'll be good yeah i think it'll be good too yeah all right. Because it will be more up to date 
And I have to wonder if they will update any uh, any historical facts that are currently there that might not be true. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Time will tell, won't it? Time will tell. All right. So that wraps us up for our feature topic of what keeps bringing you back to Disney. And now it is time for this day in Disney history. Sophie, what do you have for us? Well, I'm not quite sure which to go for. Should I go for recent Disney history or should I go for very far back Disney history? I think you should go for whichever history you find the coolest. Hmm. How's that for being noncommittal? Yep, that is exactly like you. <laughs> well, or give me both. I think I'll give you both. Okay, and I'll tell you which one I like best. All right. In that case, I will begin with the earlier of the two. Okay. And that takes us all the way back to 1943. Well, actually, 1956 and 57. Well, but okay. Mainly 1943. <laughs> and that is a musketeer by the name of Eline Diamond. She is born in Los Angeles, California, and she is a musketeer during the 1956-57 season of the Mickey Mouse Club. Okay. And after leaving the show, she appeared in small, sadly uncredited roles in the Disney feature Babes in Toyland and later the classic The Music Man. And I like her name because it reminds me of the diamond anniversary that I was at Disney for. And that was very cool. And 50 is gold, isn't it? Yes. So in 10 plus 11 years, we will have the Disney World diamond anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because 60 now, is diamond. Yep. Yep. Okay. So that's 1943. Okay. And now I'm taking us all the way up to 2018, which okay. was two years ago. Two years ago. June 15th, Pixar released its longest ever animated sequel, and I think longest ever animated film, Incredibles 2. And it was wow. released to theaters on June 15th, 2018. And it is the longest you know, I'm kind of in the minority here. And mm-hmm. I, by the way, I like the recent history best. Okay. But um, I always love hearing about um, the the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, though, and, and the people that were on it, because that's really cool. But um, I was going to say I'm in the minority because I think I'm one of the few people that can take it or leave it when it comes to the Incredibles. Hmm. I see. I like the Incredibles too. I thought mm-hmm. it was really well done. But the first Incredibles, I'm like, eh. Well, I don't think we've seen it recently, have we? I haven't seen it a whole lot because it never caught my attention, you know? So. Well, then, maybe I ought to show it to you because I watched it twice and it is great. Okay, well then maybe I need to rewatch it, so I'll hold out my judgment on that. But um, yeah, 
But anyway, that those are both good history. So thank you, Sophie. Mm-hmm. All right. And that takes us to my Disney Who's Who character, an A to Z of Disney characters. Okay. And my character today, I'm just going to tell you who it is. Okay? Okay. He was a puppet who wanted to be a real boy, and his name is Pinocchio. Yep. And he was a living puppet, and he dreamed of becoming a real boy. But to do so, Pinocchio must first prove himself brave, truthful, and unselfish. Um, and those are three things he has great trouble with. He has a thirst for adventure and a shaky sense of right and wrong. An easy mark for the practice con men of the world, Pinocchio often finds himself tempted to take the fun path in life with little thought about whom his actions may hurt. Worse yet, he has a tendency to lie about how he ended up in a predicament rather than tell the truth. Unfortunately for the little wooden puppet, he does not find it easy to hide his lies as his nose grows longer with each one. But for all his flaws, Pinocchio has a big heart, especially when it comes to his father. Pinocchio loves Geppetto wholeheartedly It is this love and Pinocchio's willingness to sacrifice his own life for his father that ultimately prompts the Blue Fairy to turn him into a real boy. Yeah. And I've got... That's a good one. I thought so. I've got two pieces of Did You Know, Sophie. Okay. I think you will know at least one of these. Do tell. Pinocchio... Did you know Pinocchio makes a cameo in Aladdin? Yes. When when the genie thinks Aladdin is lying to him? Mm-hmm. I thought so. Yep, I, I know. thought you would remember that, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, did you know Pinocchio was made from a pine tree? I did know that. But, but it did, rarely ever crossed my mind. Yeah. But did you know that, in fact, his name means pine seed in Italian? No, I did not. So that's what Pinocchio means, pine seed. And that's, that's a rather my, interesting name. It is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's my Disney Who's Who character for this week. And then lastly... Um, you know, we've been talking about all morning. We've been talking about what keeps bringing us back to Disney. And we both had a lot of great information about what brings us back. And it is all our personal information. But I thought the man himself should tell us what brings us back to Disney. Please do. And I am quoting Walt Disney when I say, quote, To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here, age relives fond memories of the past. And here, youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, 
and the hard facts that have created America with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. And, of course, that comes from Walt Disney's opening speech on the day that Disneyland opened on July 17, 1955. And I think it applies as much today as it did then. Yes, it does. So that is the Walt Disney quote for today. And I thought it was the best one we could have for that day. I love it. All right. So that wraps us up. Next week, we are going to have our friend Lee on. And Lee is going to join us as we talk about vacationing on a tight budget. So everybody, get ready for Lee because he is a huge Disney fan. So much so that he even has a website that um, I think is very creative. It's called Disneylandia. And, um, oh, that's cool. It's Disneylandia.com. So if anyone wants to go check out his site, go check it out. But, um, but anyway, he will be joining us, and I'm certain that we're going to have a lot of fun next week. So, yes. All right. Well, just a reminder that On the Road with Mickey is sponsored by Tech Solutions North Carolina and by Pixie Vacations by Mike Ellis. You can reach Tech Solutions NC online at techsolutionsnc.com or on Facebook. And you can um, reach out to Mike for any travel needs that you have at Mike at pixievacations.com or on Facebook at Pixie Vacations by Mike Ellis. But anyway, we will see you next week. So, Sophie, what are we going to do? We're going to see you on the road. road. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Bye. Bye.